Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope all of you are enjoying this holiday season, and I can't believe it's already Christmas Eve. Where the heck does time go? Very fast. It's uh, already here. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. And then next year, we'll be rolling in the new year with all our happy New Year festivities. But uh, it's a pleasure being here, and thank you all for joining us today. I'm sure you're busy with uh, the preparations of Santa Claus and all the holiday things and the cooking and the gift wrapping and all the things that go along with uh, celebrating the reason for the season. And uh, again, I'm just glad you're joining us today. My name is Kurt P. White, and I'm here with my co-host today, Brian Wood. And we are here doing our show, which is every month, the fourth Tuesday of the month, mm -hmm. and it's called The Source. Um, the Source is, we named it that because we want to provide a source to our members of I've Decided as just kind of a, a focal place of where they can come when they're needing a resource or a tool or something that might help them get through whatever it is that they're doing to achieve their goals and dreams. And each month we're going to choose a different topic, but almost always it's going to be centered around what we use at I've Decided, which is our weekly winning word. Yeah. Um, this month or our week, and I think it's pretty appropriate for the week of Christmas and going into the New Year's, the weekly winning word is hope. Yeah, it's a very fitting word for um, especially today, right? Absolutely, yes. And, um, you know, we with the Christmas season, the real reason for the season, mm -hmm. um, as Christians, what we believe the meaning of hope is, is, you know, actually achieving eternal life. Mm -hmm. That's a huge part of why we celebrate Christmas. And then the hope for the new year, you right. know, as far as, uh, and that's a big part of what I've decided helps people do. Uh, we want, when you sit down and you're working on your goals and dreams for 2020, I've decided wants to be here to lift you up and empower you and help you achieve those goals. So right. yes, I totally agree. When I saw this was our word for this episode, I was excited because I knew it was something that we could mm -hmm. have a great conversation about. So again, thank you for joining us. Uh, I will say as far as our planner's concerned, uh, the weekly winning word, the definition is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen which I also kind of thought of the word dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or there's the in that, that little root word of desire. So again, um, you know, you're wishing for this to come to fruition, you know. Absolutely. So that's mm -hmm. a, yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good, uh, you know, uh, point in terms mm -hmm. of where that word is and just kind of where we can derive that from. Sure. Yeah. Well, and then we also have a quote by Dr. Michelle Bangston says, when the world says give up, Hope whispers, we'll try it one more time. <clears throat> right. You know, it's that constant drive to move forward, to never give up. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think those are both great phrases, great definition um, to describe what it is we want to talk about today. Um, as I was thinking about hope, a lot of times I see it used in conjunction with the word faith. You always yeah. hear 
faith and hope right. and how are they related or you know what that's what prompted me to try to define hope is well maybe I'll use it is why is it used in conjunction or what's different about hope and faith so I like how you say it because you know you, you can put them in conjunction but mm -hmm. you know we have to realize um, if you're looking at this in the Christian context, which is kind of how we are, absolutely, um, hope can mean a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're taking it outside of that box, hope is going to be what I wish to happen, or um, or really, it's just one of those things. It's uh, it could essentially be a dream, but it's people are like, you know, I really hope that this thing happens to me, mm -hmm. or I am able to conquer this obstacle, or I hope in something when really if we take that root word of hope um you know the hope that we have of eternal life mm -hmm. um of spending the rest of forever you know with our father in heaven mm -hmm. uh only if um we're saved then it's just one of those things to where um you have that assurance and you have that rest and you have that peace and it's like man life can throw a lot of stuff at you right but you have a resting place. If only one thing is able to be rock solid, mm -hmm. it's that hope and that assurance and that what we have, and it takes a deep amount of faith. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, faith is something that, you know, I believe that, that if you look at it, that faith versus hope is faith is something that we can actually possess or kind of mm -hmm. grasp onto now. It's a conviction. It's a belief. Whereas hope is more of a dream or an expectation of something that I'd like to have in the future. Right. And I think the way you described it's perfect um, from the fact that a lot, especially as Christians, we, we love to, to have hope and hold on to it. But sometimes it, uh, I think a, a misbelief is that we, it's just achievable without any action, and that's mm -hmm. totally untrue. Right. Um, it does take it, action. You know, you, you're required to put... Effort. one step forward into it you have to keep going yes. you can't have someone carry you the rest of the way right you know the, yeah there's a lot of stuff that you are able to do yeah it's one uh, way that i've um heard the gift um especially coming in this season you know the gift of jesus christ and mm -hmm. um is we're still required to open it Yes. It's been given to us, but Freely. it's just, yeah, if you're yep. sitting here around the Christmas tree and someone gives you a nice gift and there's this perfect thing inside, mm -hmm. it, it does you no good to sit there and look at the gift unopened, you know, still wrapped, and everyone around you and everyone who loves you is just sitting there like, please open this gift. This gift means everything to you. Right. And and it literally means your, your future. Absolutely. Your eternity. And some people, they look at it and... It's not for me, mm -hmm. or it's too hard for me to open this, or mm -hmm. I I don't want to put all these the other other these other gifts over here. Mm -hmm. These are much better, but those are the gifts of the world. But here we are on this side. It's like just open this gift. It still requires you to open the wrapping paper, right? There's open that box and actually receive that gift. Still an action that you need to take in exactly. order to receive. And exactly. So, you know, I think of it. Uh, you know. Again, God gives us that gift freely. Another thought that came to mind as you were describing that is the act of giving gifts to others. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a big part of what we're being called to do. Yeah. And um, as far as me being, uh, I go around and, and I'm a motivational speaker mm -hmm. and I talk about living a handicapable life. 
And one of the part of my messages is, you know, you have to put your faith into action. Right. Well, my faith has led me to believe that, you know, God gave me the gift of encouragement, mm -hmm. which then he instructs me, or he wants me to share that with others. And as I share that gift of encouragement, I hope, my hope is that after people hear my message, they're going to walk away with the hope that, whatever it is they're going through, they will also be able to persevere because they're going to say, well, if Kurt could do it, so could I. Right. That's how I hope to encourage and motivate people. Yeah. Um, as far as your line and with Good Shepherd Defense, can you relate that or how, how, do you, how does hope fit into what you do, Brian? Right. So um, hope, like I was saying, it could go into different categories. So I'm going to take a step out of the one box I was talking about. Sure. Uh, and I'll step into uh, more of the worldly view of hope here, where a lot of people hope um, that, uh, for instance, I hope in 2020 I could lose 100 pounds, mm -hmm. or I hope in 2020 I could be financially secure, or I hope that nothing bad happens to me or my family. Mm -hmm. or And that that's kind of what a lot of people base um, their kind of their their self-protection their self-awareness and stuff around and that's what we see at good shepherd a lot which is one of our big things that we want to educate as many people as we possibly can and then train them if, if we're able to but a lot of people hope that something doesn't happen to them and that's the end of what they do for preparation right that's the same thing as us in these schools saying i hope they don't have a fire mm -hmm. in a school and then never conducting a fire drill, mm -hmm. never investing in a fire suppression system, mm -hmm. you know, ne and never doing anything re regulating, you know, um, fire protection whatsoever. Right. And if you just stop, you just stop at the hope. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the problem. And you were just saying earlier, like, it does take action. Right. It does take us to, we have to get out of our comfort zone. Yes. You know, if I want to lose 100 pounds, mm -hmm. I can't just sit there and wish it. But right. wish it, you, you know, wish 100 pounds away. doing what you've been doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it does take action. It does take faith. It does, it does you know, there's no shortcuts. Right. In anything worthwhile, there's no shortcuts. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to take that first step. And so often when you hear these stories, unfortunately, that, that trigger or the, that call to action doesn't kick in until something bad does happen. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's so. stories and stories of people who come into our classroom or any of our courses, and they're mm -hmm. here because either A, something horrible has happened to them, mm -hmm. or B, somebody that they love and they know something bad has happened to them. So it's hit on a personal level. Right. And I, I like to highlight those um, individuals, not in a bad way, but in a more of an educational and enlightening way. It's like, would you, you know, what would you give to go back and have that not happen? Mm -hmm. And they're always like, I'd give anything right. to do that. But again, we hope for um, the best, mm -hmm. um, but we still have to prepare for the worst. And know? in those situations, I'm assuming, you know, that, that as far as hope's concerned, after a tragedy or some bad event like that, the people that come to you, they've probably lost a lot of hope. Um, what is it? Are there... Uh, some instances or some ideas you can share that where you reinstill that hope back into into their soul. That's a good one. So um, every instructor that we have at Good Shepherd, um, every one of them uh, 
pours out their whole heart in every single class, every individual that walks through there. So we always let them know that we really care about them as a person, mm -hmm. not just in their physical security, but we also care about their uh, their financial, their legal, their spiritual, mm -hmm. and their emotional security. And they just need to know that just because anyone uh, has been a victim, that's not your... Um, that's not your label. That's not who right. you are. Um, that's something that has happened to you, mm -hmm. right? Um, and we try to instill as much positive um, thought processes into each and every person to mm -hmm. let them know that, yeah, you know what, you have a lot more control than what you would think. In the end, God is in control of everything, but the level of awareness that we have, um, uh, the ability to plan ahead, you know, to prepare as much as we possibly can, mm -hmm. and that just because something bad happened to you, that's not who you are. You don't have to be stuck right. in that spot. Yep. And to take your message and to encourage other people and, and just be there like, you know what, I thought that nothing like this would ever happen to me. Mm -hmm. I was wrong. Right. Please learn from my mistake. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's just like, you know, people who are advocates of people who, you know, used to be in the prison system and mm -hmm. they would go and talk to kids like, don't make my mistake. Right? Right. That's what I did. That's not who I am. This mm -hmm. is who I am now. But please don't make my mistake. There's hope for everybody. That's an awesome message. Yeah. A, <laughs> no, really. And what a great way to approach mm -hmm. it. That's, mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know, to reinstill that hope is huge. Right. And um, you, you mentioned, you know, you've mentioned preparation several times in, yeah. in our conversation here. And I think uh, at, from a Christian point of view, a lot of the, the, commands or the instructions that God leaves for us is is to prepare us for that eternal life or that eternal sure. hope. And um, like I mentioned before, as a Christian, you know, that's kind of what, what the big hope is, is for that eternal life. And right. I actually saw back to, you know, how I was relating hope and faith. Uh, there was a, a verse in there that I wrote down, Hebrews 11.1, 1, that said, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for the conviction of things not seen. That's excellent. I like that coupled with 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and that's that, so now faith, hope, and love abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. Mm -hmm. So in the preparation of what we're called to do, you know, we're supposed to love um, each other um, as Christ loved us. So we need to love each other, uh, love thy neighbor, as much as we love ourselves. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, how selfish are we? Oh, exactly. Right? Yeah. How much if I cared for my wife or my literally my literal neighbor next door, mm -hmm. if I cared for them as much as I cared for myself, relationships would be so much different. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we're supposed to prepare the way. Mm -hmm. um, and if we were saved, a lot of times we're, we're, we're kind of we feel like we're stuck in mm -hmm. this world. And this world is, is broken and it hurts and it sucks sometimes. Oh, yeah. Uh, more often than not. <laughs> but if, if we were saved and then it magically whisked away, mm -hmm. that would be selfish. Right. And we would go and we would be up in heaven forever and, and, and amen to that. But w there would be no hope for right. another person who's struggling where we're at. How would they receive the message? Yeah. How would we, we be able over to, what yeah. our purpose was? Exactly. Yeah. How yeah. would we be able to give them that gift sure. at Christmas time so mm -hmm. that they're able to sit there and open that? So, you know, there is levels of endurance mm -hmm. that we have to face, you mm -hmm. know, and trials and tribulation and, you know, self-doubt sometimes. Mm -hmm. But 
as much hope as you feel in those times where we're encouraged, you know, in scripture and promises that, you know, that God gives us, Mm -hmm. how much of a difference can we make to somebody else who is stuck in that same spot we were two, three, four, five years ago, or even if you, you know, were blessed to be saved at a young age, Mm -hmm. that assurance and that hope that you have. Yep. You know, think about the despair that some people are in. So, no, I like that. We have to share it. Mm-hmm. We have to give it. Absolutely. Yeah. And you, you gave a talk earlier this year about fear. And another note I had here was by taking those actions and sharing our hope with others, the, the real miracle happens when we really devote our time and our energy towards achieving our goals and dreams mm-hmm. rather than all the time and energy that we spend worrying about things right. and worrying about fear and what what could possibly happen. Mm-hmm. Um, a real quick tip on, how, you know, you did a great job on that presentation, but overcoming that fear, especially this time of year when there's all this stress and anxiety going on with the right. holidays. You right. Know, what's the worst that could happen? You know. <laughs> Seriously, exactly. <laughs> That's you. I mean, you even you just answered that question. Uh-huh. I mean, ask yourself what literally is the worst you could happen. You know, mm-hmm. the, the biggest fear that people have is the fear of fellow man. Mm-hmm. And and really, what's the worst that can happen? Um, right. The worst that can happen in your eyes is that uh, somebody thinks of you differently. Mm-hmm. And? Right. Question mark, right? And so what? Mm-hmm. Does that change who you are? Right. It doesn't change who you are. It's just somebody else's opinion of you based off of something that they saw or heard you do in a span of, what, 5, 10, 15 minutes? It doesn't mm-hmm. define who you are no. or what you do. So... um I'm excited because I know in February I'll be, you know, speaking at the conference on the topic of fear. So if you guys are going to be attending that or seeing that, hopefully we'll be able to get more into it. And I know. Please do. It's a a wonderful message that Brian delivers and, um, you know, very emotional also. So if you can come to our conference, I believe it's actually going to be February 1st. Yeah. Right. Yeah. February. I believe it's February. Don't quote me. But February 1st coming Mm -hmm. up, you know, definitely. Um, but yeah, so there would be a lot more on that, but sure. really ask yourselves, like, what do you, what do you fear? And uh, two, three minutes ago, we were talking about, you know, um, uh, sharing our gift with the rest of the world. And you know how oftentimes the subject is right at the tip of my tongue or the subject has been able to possibly be broached to where I could talk about mm-hmm. my faith mm-hmm. and I don't. Right. Because exactly, (laughs) what am I? Why? Why for? Because it's awkward. Mm -hmm. Why is it awkward? Right. You know, and it's just it's nuts. And that's why I'm so happy that you were able to join me today, Brian. Oh yeah, that that went fast. The fact that you were here, (laughs) um, and and part of the group of I've decided because Mm -hmm. you know, as we say time and time again, I've decided mission is your success. Right. We want to lift up and empower as many people mm-hmm. as we can Definitely. to achieve their goals and dreams, whatever those goals and dreams might be. And it takes steps. And in 2020, you might have goals written down, but mm-hmm. it will not help you until you take that step. You have yep. to do it. You have to apply action. And Kim often says, you put that stake in the ground. Mm-hmm. You put the stake in the ground, believe that you can do it. And, and trust me, all of the people that I've decided are here ready and willing to help you achieve your goals and dreams and with that being said we're going to wrap this up by again wishing all of you the merriest of christmas please we hope from our families to yours spend some time together 
enjoy one another's company and let's ring in the new year and all help each other pursue our goals and dreams to the best of our abilities. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks. Have a good one, guys. PeoriaLife.com.